You're listening to audio provided by Valleydale Church. To find more resources or to donate to this ministry, please check out valleydale.org. I'm going to throw it to you. <laughs> what was that that Pierce, when Brody and Pierce did that one, and he was like, well, I don't have any thought to you, Pierce. Yes. <laughs> he like didn't, there was no thought, there was no actual thought there. Should I say good morning to everyone? Hey, say good morning to everyone. Okay. Um, my producer, Joanna, informs me <laughs> that I need to greet everyone and say good morning. It's 8.15 on Monday morning. This is when we do the sermon recap. recap. I am... Oh, I thought we were doing this, so I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <clears throat> it's, it's, it's been a great morning so far. Uh, jo- Joanna and I are woefully under-caffeinated right now, yet we're still going through with this. Why, you ask? Um, are we doing this in general? Well, we do- what, we- what am I talking about? <laughs> Why are we- <laughs> it's a nice question. Please put some answers in the comments. Thankfully, we're not live yet. Oh, we are? Okay, great. We're great. being consistent, and yes. although neither of us preached yesterday, we love to maybe... Just kind of recap for people who weren't here yeah. or further discussion. We also have some very pressing matters with the uh, bracket. The NCAA tournament is going yes. on. Yeah, so Pastor Mac is is actually traveling <laughs> back from his uh, Euro trip. He was in Greece, and he's on his way back. Pastor Barry was with him. Um, Pastor Barry was actually our videographer yes. for the, uh, the sermon yesterday. That sermon's already on YouTube. We're going to talk about it a little bit more later. Um, I'm Kirkwood Bullis. Uh, am I the I'm host? I'm Joanna Horstman. Am I the host? We're both I don't know, hosts you threw of me separate podcasts. By, by sitting me over here, I don't. I don't know what we to do with myself. We didn't know which side to sit on because both of us host separate podcasts. But now we're together, which I thought was going to be a good thing. But so far, it's been a it's total been disaster. A total disaster. Well, let's let's move. So, Joanna, one of the things that I appreciate about what you do. Um, on on the when you do your podcast with Pastor Josh is that you always bring so many fun things to the table. So I texted you about this. I said, "What fun things are you going to bring to this table today?" And so I know that you have several segments worked out. So you be the host for a second, so, and I'm whatever. Yeah, let me just brag for a minute too because you texted me it was about nine p.m. Right. I'm not gonna lie, I had just gotten in bed. No, you hadn't. <laughs> I'm so jealous a, of Did you. I not just tell you how long last week was? Last yeah, week was at least four rest. months long. Um, <laughs> and how quickly did I respond to you, though? It was, it was maybe five minutes. Like, I got it. Was it was quick. I got it. It was so, quick. <clears throat> yes, very important for us to discuss, first of all, Brody, if you will. Please throw up the bracket. Okay, yeah, this is, so this is our office bracket. Um, our tournament challenge. I mean, Nate Singh is winning. I think mainly what we need to point out is JoJo don't know no. That's me uh, because the name says it all. If you saw the randomness with which I filled out my bracket, you'd probably cry a little bit. Is it four? And then Coach K's final run, Kirkwood, where are yeah. you? I am I am in spot number six. Wow. A mere – interesting? Well, I should, say, <laughs> I, I should say that I'm a mere ten points behind you. It's it's pretty yes. close. We, we're running right now. I've got four. Look at that percentage, though. Like eighty six point five, ninety one point six. Yeah. So Joanna's five. What does this mean? Is this like the percentile of all the brackets out there, or something like that? Every. Did you not get an invite? Oh, I did. Okay. He just didn't want to do it. Oh, pipe. So that we can scroll stop you from to participating. Pour <laughs> I, Miss. So I and I, you know, we got to pour one out for Miss Jamie because she. 
um, is very, very faith, perhaps faithful to a fault of her Baylor Bears, and, and they were defeated. Um, Baylor Bears. That brings me to the next segment. Oh, no, no, actually, that'll be the one after this. I okay. told you I had a proposal based so, on the eight been... basketball games. That's just weird. So, like, the, this is this is funny to me because Joanna, like, you like sports just fine, you yeah. would say, but you're not a big sports fan. So, I was really surprised when you came in and told me that you've watched like eight basketball games. I will. Week. So, sports they're fun to watch, especially if it's a good game. Right. I never have allowed sports or will ever allow sports to like affect me in any way beyond talking on a podcast about them. Well, but I'm just saying like, I enjoy the game while it's there, but I'm never going to like be upset or like, you know, argue with people about enviable. Yeah. Things like that. Um, but you have a suggestion about basketball. I have a suggestion for the NCAA and I I feel like maybe we should tag them in this because it's a valid suggestion. You think they should pay the players. I totally agree with Mm, you. Do not say that. Oh, okay. Uh, can you see my notes? No, I kind of assume that you are as blind as I think you are, and you no, can't, I can't cheat. No, okay. I can't see anything that's on that screen. My proposal is that for the first half scores, they just draw random numbers and just say, this team has 28 and this team has 21 or whatever it is, and then they start the game then they start for the, the second, second half, half because it doesn't minutes. seem to matter what happens in the first half. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right? Yeah, they're like, oh, this game looks like it's over, and they come back, and somebody will go on a 25 Somebody will be way run. ahead or it'll be really close. They go to the locker rooms. I don't know what happens in there, but they come back out, and it's just like then that's the actual basketball game. Yeah. There's some Auburn fans that would uh, use last <laughs> night's game as evidence to the contrary. <laughs> it's one point that, at, the, ha- was, at uh, the half, right? I can't remember. I think it was, it was one clo- point. It was a close game, but yeah, that was a that was a disaster. I felt bad for yeah. uh, all the Auburn fans out there. Brody, are you still an Auburn fan? I, I'm still deciding. He's still deciding if he's an Auburn fan. He was a Colts fan. Brody's had a rough year from a sports stand standpoint. He has. Here we'll just. Um, yeah, let's Brody see. is. So this he is, is sad today. So this has become <laughs> the newest a, member of our team. Yeah, as a mascot of sorts for our audience <laughs> I, I, or for our office. I don't really understand this, but Joanna got it at some kind of thrift store. She, it's like her emotional. Meter. It's just to give people a heads up. That she's sad today. Most of the time, well, I'm sad for Brody right now because he's had a bad sports year. I feel, I feel happy. I feel happy today. <laughs> I'm happy regardless. I'm not allowing Auburn's loss to affect me. Okay. Uh, I feel good. Moving on. So right. I thought it would be fun because the other thing I've noticed is that mascots are really weird. There's no question about that. Right, um, especially college. A lot so, of mascots have gotten canceled recently. There's all kinds of different right, like, they, offensive they've mascots. Had, they said, yes, I did see an article. It was like there's some new mascots this year, kind of based on that. Are you about to do the list of the most <coughs> offensive mascots that are out there? Yes, you know me. <laughs> no. The most offensive ones that still <laughs> remain. I'm going to quiz you, and then I'm going to show you what I think is the scariest mascot. Okay. Yes. That picture I sent you, how scary is that? Okay, All right. so that's to come Do you want to do, end. like, rapid fire to get through as many as we can? Yeah, try, try Should me. Should we set I, a timer? I, oh, boy. We're just going to – about 60 seconds. You There's ready? There's so many of them that are similar. Okay. I may say some of these wrong because I'm not sure if it's right, especially the first one. Gonzaga, Gonzaga. That's the Bulldogs. Arkansas. The Razorbacks. Texas Tech. The Red Raiders. Duke. The Blue Devils. Arizona. Wildcats. Houston. Oh, this is impressive so far. Cougars? Yes, yes. Michigan. That's a memorable one. Oh, Wolverines. Wolverines. No. Spartans? No, Michigan State is the Spartans. 
That's what I meant, Michigan State. So either way, you're wrong. No, just kidding. <laughs> Villanova. Villanova. 30 seconds. I don't I, – I don't, what, what are they, the Wildcats? They too? are. <laughs> There's so many Wildcats. North so, Carolina. The Tar Heels, of course. But the, they also have a big ram. It's one of those, like, roll-tied oh, yeah, elephant like things, the, yeah, the, right? The crimson tide with the elephant. UCLA. Uh, the Bruins, I know Which that. Which means that word Female actually means bear, yeah. bears. Okay. I know this because I went to Belmont, and we had the Bruins. Oh, okay. And the first time that Belmont was ever in the tourney um, – they played UCLA, and it was the Bruins versus the Bruins. Okay. We're going to give it another three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Purdue. This is uh, one of the stranger ones. Oh, man. What is Purdue? I don't think that I know this. Boilermakers. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't And Purdue that. Pete is their, their big mascot. St. Peter's, which I did watch that game. Right? Yes, They're kinda I, wa- I watched some of it, too, so I know that this is the Peacocks. Right. What a great mascot, the Peacocks. Kansas. The Jayhawks. Uh, Iowa State. Iowa State. Um, <clears throat> it's an interesting one. Do you know this one, Brody? Uh, is it a bird? No. Is it a bird? <laughs> so, there's a chance I got some of these wrong. I mean, I tried to do my research. Iowa, no, I don't know what Iowa State Cyclones? is. Cyclones? Yes. And then Miami. The you Hurricanes, know, right? of course. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to show you... <laughs> I already asked you if you knew what Providence was, and you said yes. It's the oh, the f- the Fighting Friars. And if you haven't seen this, <laughs> we should have put like maybe a, an alert, a, some sort of warning over this. this looks, if you're not seeing this, it looks like the scariest Sesame Street character of all time. It just looks like uh, I don't know. This looks like it, it came from the era, the same era as Penn State's mascot. You know, where they made it. It's like when you look at Halloween costumes from kids from the 1920s. Okay, and you're take like, it down. That's the scariest thing I've ever seen. But at the time, it was, like, cute or something. That's how I feel about the, the Fighting Friars. Which, as a mascot, that totally slaps. I love that. Like, give me the Fighting Friars. Just, like, change the change whatever. To the, something a little less terrifying. Which yeah. I guess you want terrifying if you're a sports team. But, I, like, I, I'm really, I would be really surprised if people said that children don't run from him when they see him at games. Yeah, that is pretty scary. I mean, my kids couldn't even handle Chuck E. Cheese. It was like a really big deal. They were just scared to death the first time we went to Chuck E. Cheese. And the next time, I, I made a point of saying, like, when we get to Chuck E. Cheese, you ha- all have to hug Chuck E. Cheese. I'm not going to let you guys be so afraid. So that was really How'd sweet. How'd that go? They, it actually went pretty well. Okay. I think they, they were really hopped up on, uh, you know, nerds and, and pizza at that point. So That's good. Chuck E. Cheese, lots of fun. Although I tell you, inflation inflation has hit Chuck E. Cheese big time. <laughs> it gets hit pretty much everything. <laughs> if we went, to, when did we go? I think we went over the Christmas holiday, and it was like double the price that it that it used to be. Of course, I have double the kids that I used to have, so that that might have factored in as there well. What else did we have? I, I'm sorry, I've, I host Joanna. Um, oh no, I've I've gone I've gone through all my material. Oh, that's everything. That's it. I thought I did pretty good on the mascots. I'm, you actually I'm, did very I'm pretty, surprisingly I'm well. I mean, I, I guess I shouldn't have doubted you, but for me, all, most of that was new information. So. Well, I, uh, with with a lot of these mascots, as long as you pick like a lion, a tiger, or a bear, you're going to be in pretty safe territory. That's true. The Red Raiders, that's one of my new favorites. The Red Raiders and the Peacocks. 
That's good. Well, I thought before we got into the, uh, you you wanted to talk a little bit about your the, our Easter yeah. campaign, right? Before we get into the text, I do. It's nice to have you at Valley Hill. You'll notice that it is the mural that we have right inside the main entrance. People, a lot of people like to take their pictures in front of that when they visit. We want to encourage you to do that. It's a great way to invite people. Post that on your social media, and we also have these handy dandy invite little cards. invite cards. They have information about Good Friday. Well, that one went a long way. Uh, we have plenty, so yeah, just keep. I'm continuing, yeah. <clears throat> I, um, but they have information about Good Friday service, which you may right. want to talk a little bit more about that, April 15th. Yeah, that's coming up. I, I'm i not sure. Did you put out the, the invite for that yet? All right, yeah. so it's it's already it's in the email, and it's on valleydale.org slash events. Good Friday service. If you were there last year, it's going to be pretty similar. Uh, if you don't know about it, we're, we're all going to be in the worship center, Every, around uh, round tables, we're going to eat a meal together, and at the end, we'll take communion, just like they did in the early church times when people would eat and then take communion. We'll have a short service in there. You know, Pastor will kind of contextualize communion a little bit, and we'll sing some um, Good Friday songs. And I always love doing the Good Friday service. I feel like just in my spirit, it sets me up for Easter. Agreed. So that's coming up. Anything else we, people need to know about? Easter, you know, we can't say it enough. The schedule looks a little different just to make you guys aware, and so you can make anyone that you're inviting aware. We'll have services at 9 and 11, and we right. will have breakfast in the lobby. There's right. no RSVP needed for those services or breakfast. Really, really great day to invite someone new to yeah. join you at Valley Day. Yeah, for sure. A family member. We have a lot of people that invite family members to, you know. Mm-hmm. We've got non-believing family members that come, that sort of thing. So it's a good day for that. Right. The food is good. Music, preaching, it's all good. We're going to have baptisms. I'm excited. We're oh, nice. I didn't know that. Yeah, coming up on Easter. There's something else I was going to say, but it's already slipped my mind. Thank you for being so on top of it with the communications. Hey. I just try to keep people informed. Any update you want to give the people about what's going on at Old Town? I know that that's um, uh, you guys are blowing and going. You've got a you got a ton of new people coming. What else? Yeah, do you want to say so about? I mean, new people joining every month when we have a membership class. Yeah. Uh, there's just a real general sense of excitement um, about the renovations that are being done. Those are like Pastor Mac and Pastor Jeff knew to begin with, drawing a lot of attention to that very busy corner. In Helena, people driving by, seeing that renovations are going on, asking um, what's going on, who's meeting there, all that type of stuff. But, yeah, attendance is great. Uh, I guess just the sense of uh, family that is starting to form around the congregation is really exciting to see. And we have a big opportunity coming up on April 9th. We are co-sponsoring the annual City of Helena egg hunt. Oh, yeah, I remember you telling me about that. Which we put out... uh, a, a Facebook event for that, I think about nine, 10 days ago, and the uh, response has been incredible. So, a lot of people expected it that, which means we need a lot of candy and a lot of eggs. <laughs> so, we're, Real talk. we're soliciting that from our congregation. And honestly, anyone that would like to contribute candy and eggs, we would certainly take them. Um, but it's, it's, we're, ha- we're having a good time over there. I miss being at Valley Dale every Sunday. I do. I know. I miss we seeing miss, everyone. We miss having you. Miss worshiping with you guys, but I'm you're enjoying my a, time over you're there. You're doing awesome work. Uh, being the worship leader over there, though, and Thank I know you. they really appreciate it. Thank you. I'm enjoying it. Well, let's give a little bit of attention to Pastor's sermon yesterday. Big props <laughs> to Brody for uh, putting that together. Props to Pastor Barry, our burgeoning videographer on staff. So, right, throw that picture up really quick. Did he hold the camera the whole time? I think it was Miss Debbie. She held it the entire time. Wow. There's, I mean. Then why is Barry there holding the, this is like the Zapruder film. Oh, 
Was there a second shooter? Yeah. I think she's taking the shot, right? The yeah. still shot. But no tripod. I, very admirable. I know for sure that my arms would be noodles if I had to hold a phone up for, I didn't see how long it was exactly. 30, was it a 35, 40 minutes-ish? 32 minutes. <clears throat> a little bit shorter. There were a lot of fun notes from that message. If Pastor were here, one of the things I would ask him would be about the Bema seat because they showed a picture that basically looked like a pile of rocks, and I would really want him to point out exactly where the Bema seat actually is there. But I tell you, the, um, the, the other picture, you don't have that picture there of the, the jail that they, that they had, do you? It might be worth talking about that because that, that factored into the, uh, the, uh, the message. But one thing, so at the, near the end of the message, and sadly it's really poorly timed, but somebody is like flying a drone, mm-hmm. and you can hear a drone go over top, and I texted Brody and said, <laughs> wow, that, that drone was really poorly timed, and Brody texted me back, yeah, I put that in. I wanted people to feel like they were watching drone footage. <laughs> Well, hey, you got, I know there was a little bit of challenge with the sound, but I thought it turned out really well when I was watching it at home. And, um, you know, you could hear everything that was being said. Yeah. I, have you been to that area part of the world? I wish. I'm, I'm no, trying to remember I've if you had to, or not. I've never been to Greece. So I went to Israel in 2014, and I remember a lot about the trip. It's amazing. You should definitely go if you ever have the opportunity to do so. It really is is this so this is the jail yeah we'll talk more about that in a yeah. second but it really is incredible to see these things that you've been reading about and hearing about all of your life but one of the things i was concerned about with shooting the sermon was one of my most memorable things from my trip over there is that it was so windy yeah <laughs> it was like the same time of year and like yeah. everywhere we went you were trying to hear people you know give a devotion or read a passage from the Bible, and it was the wind was just swirling around everywhere. So I was relieved that they had, it looked like, it looks like it was cold, but it didn't look like it was crazy. Windy. Well, the, the mic that Pastor was using is also a good wind, pretty good wind-canceling mic. The, the gain settings were a little bit off, though, but fortunately we were, we were able to fix that in, in post. So, Pastor, thank you for recording that message if you're watching this. And uh, we're going to see, we're going to see Pastor back in the pulpit this Sunday. He's preaching from John chapter 17. He texted me this morning that he's going to spend two Sundays on the high priestly prayer oh, of nice. uh, Jesus Christ. And uh, sorry, Pastor, if I shouldn't have said that publicly, because as always, you reserve the right to change these things if you desire. Not not changing the uh, word, of course, but changing uh, the uh, subject matter of your message. Acts chapter 16, a couple of notes that I thought were interesting. I'm going to hit you with a couple of things, and if you want to hit me with a couple of things, then we can talk through them. We're obviously the authority on these uh, <laughs> on this message. We're, yes, we're here to just correct any errors <laughs> that we've... <laughs> we've, we've fully fact-checked the message, and, and now we're ready to, to uh, let the shelling begin here. Right. One thing that really struck me, I, just from a historical standpoint, was when he talked about how the jail that... Paul and Silas were staying in, it was not a place where people would go for a long time. Right. In our culture today, we have this whole thing where if if you're going to jail, you know, you have a prison sentence of five, ten years, something like that. Mm. These places were not built like that. It was basically just a place where you'd be held until they decided to let you go or to kill you. Um, And as as such, the conditions were even worse, like it was basically a hole in the ground. Right. I thought that was really interesting. He talked about the stocks, like um, how how they would they they wouldn't let you stand comfortably. Like they would make you basically do the splits and the stocks, and then of course you'd just been whipped. And how I was just amazed how, in spite of all that, 
Paul and Silas were singing praises to the Lord in the middle of the night. That yeah. was really affecting. I mean, that was one of the notes I made. And, um, you know, I said, obviously, as worship leaders, that may impact us uh, in a different way. Uh, but I've heard that story my whole life. Uh, but I've also lived a lot of life since I heard that as, you know, in yeah. elementary school and Sunday school. And I was telling you earlier, we've just we've been through some things the, the past yeah. few weeks that have been have made my mind a battlefield and just this past Thursday and Friday at home I would find myself in the middle of praying just to start singing um you know one of the songs I kept singing was I speak Jesus yes that you guys have have been singing here we've been singing in old town as well and the goodness of God and just singing those things out loud to remind me to remind my soul um that you know he is a good God and he cares so much about us and he has the authority he we have the victory in him and the fact that they that they knew that at the time in spite of like just i mean obviously we we go through mental difficulties all the time they were going through like some really intense physical difficulties as well and that they were still singing praises i like the way the pastor put that remember (laughs) to check that out on check out the message on youtube it's already there if you haven't heard it yet Mm -hmm. um then so i think that was was that the main thing that I had? What else did you have? I forgot my other note temporarily. So he was talking about the road um, that they showed a picture of, which you don't have to pull that up, Brody, but, um, and I can't remember the name of it. Do you remember the Ignatius? Yeah, the Ignatian Way. Okay. Um, but just the point that he made, that as Paul was walking down that road, you know, God knew that that road would have been in place at that point for him to take exactly. that path to where he was going to share the gospel. And it good reminder um, about just trusting God's timing and that while we may see obstacle after obstacle or just uh, general uncertainty, the way has been prepared. It's, to, you know, we'll just keep me- making references to songs since it's too. I know. <laughs> Worship way leaders. Wow. He is he a is way maker, way maker. You know, and that? even when we don't see that there is a way in front of us, um, physically, mentally, spiritually, whatever it is. Um, he has, he's already been there. Like he has already prepared the way, uh, the path that he is taking us down. Well, yeah, in this place, quite in this passage, quite literally from a historical standpoint, I thought it was interesting that God never allowed the Israelites to build an empire like, like Rome. Mm-hmm. God never allowed his chosen people to build roads that went I mean, just thousands of miles, which boggles the mind that mm-hmm. they were able to lay that much stone, that sort of thing, with like by hand. And yet, so God didn't allow His chosen people to do that, and yet God allowed it to be to happen. This pagan nation, and God through them put all that in place, and then that was the context that Christ came mm-hmm. into, and that was and that was when the the fullness of time had come, so to speak, for the gospel to go forward. Yeah, it's another good word about like even in the in the the worst of times, we shouldn't expect that the gospel won't ha- won't be able to get a foothold in culture. Right. That's a word to me today cuz right. sometimes it just feels hopeless. Mhm. What else have you got? Uh so he was he reiterated something in the sermon yesterday that we've talked about a lot at the church at Old Town in the last sermon series we did, which is um that Christians should never be surprised by the obstacles and challenges that come away. <laughs> right. And I, and I think it's another one of those things that we've heard. It's easier said than done when you're in the circumstance. Um, you know, I, I know for a lot of my life, I am, a, I, I know I'm a rule follower. And, and so a lot of what I learned was if you follow rules, 
then the consequences are good. Like things work out in your favor, right? Because the kids who didn't follow the rules in class, their consequences were not good. Well, you know, life can throw different things at you, regardless of of what you're doing or not doing. And we, but we shouldn't be surprised by that. The the scripture very clearly tells us if you if you choose to follow Christ, um, there will be difficulties in your path. The difference between us and the world is we have the hope of Jesus Christ we as we know, face those. Right. We know how to respond to those things. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were even talking about just everything that you've been going through um, with your family recently and how these, how the truth of the gospel is ministered to, to you. I think about that all the time. I just don't know how people go through life or think they can go through life without Christ. Um, and, you know, that's that's been useful even with just some of our friends and neighbors to when they go through hardships, no matter what I'm going through, if I see them going through a hardship, it's like, well, let me try to offer this to you again Mm because it's the only thing that ministers to me when I'm going through something that's this this tough. The last thing I think I would would say, because I finally remembered my other note, was just this idea that when the jailer is like, you know, when he despairs of life itself um, and when he goes to kill himself, that he was act, acting like he that wasn't an act of cowardice. Right. That was an act of him. It's like a um, Harry Carey almost, right? Isn't that what they called in the, the well, that's Japanese the, That's the name of, of the announcer for the Chicago Cubs Harry who Keary. sadly passed away. <laughs> Harakiri is what you're thinking of. <laughs> I'm happy to help you with that. Like I said, I'm just here to, I'm just here to right. correct uh, errors that I see and hear. <laughs> Holy cow. And now I'm thinking about Hare Krishna. I, oh my. This is bad. <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> what is it again what ha, I, that ha, I mispronounced? Harakiri. Harakiri. <laughs> Harry Kiri. I do know, I remember that guy's voice. God rest his soul. How amazing I is know. that? Yeah, well, he was the one that, I mean, him, him drunkenly singing, you know, Take Me Out to the Ball Game is, is a fabulous video on YouTube. You guys should check that out. <laughs> and of course, he's famously impersonated on SNL. But Harakiri, yes, you're exactly Hara right. Kiri. It's a very Eastern sort of uh, like a romanticized death. It's like you're in control of your own death. You choose to die honorably, right? As opposed, you know, you as as opposed to someone else taking your life. So I I thought that, that gave me more respect for the jailer. Like clearly he was seeking out righteousness as much as he could. Mm-hmm. He was seeking to protect his family. He was seeking to serve his country. He was seeking to do his job well. Um, so it, yeah, it almost makes sense when the, when um, that that he is converted. Then, like he's, he's he's seeking after some kind of righteousness, and Paul is saying, "Well, it's really found in Christ," and he believed that very day. Well, and I it, it actually kind of brought tears to my eyes hearing that part of the story, where Paul's Paul knew that that might be his response, right. and said, "No, no, no, wait! Like we're still here. It's okay." And I, I just think that's a really cool part of the story because he could have just seen like, okay, no, God's just making Let's us wait for you out of here, you know, but he, he saw him. I'm so impressed. Yeah. The more I study the scripture, I mean, the New Testament, I, the more I'm impressed by Paul and just the mastery he had over every different cultural situation. Like, I mean, obviously he wasn't in control of everything, but he always understood like the the motivations for what people mm-hmm. around him were doing. The jailer is a great example. Even later on when he like stands bef- stands trial and like gives and multiple times he has to give his, he has to give his account to the Christians, then he also has to give his account of conversion 
um, to people in the Roman government, and every time it's like he, he contextualizes it well. He says elsewhere about himself, you know, become all things to all people in order that I might save some. So, yeah, um, love you, Brother Paul. Can't wait to meet you someday in glory. Yeah, and, and that's why we do things like in the midweek, you, one of the tracks right now is world religions. Because totally. Because it's very helpful when you're talking to someone with different t- beliefs to understand what they believe. Yeah, that's the one my wife is going to is the, the world religions, and she said that it was uh, really helpful. So, yeah, the, we, I guess we can finish up with a with a plug there for midweek, you, if you uh, for Wednesday nights. If you're on the fence about about coming, please come, because Awana Clubs is still going strong for the kids. Um, we've got choir. If you want to join up there, I know there's a lot of new, a lot of new people joining the church. You guys uh, send me an email or just come one Wednesday night to choir. We meet in the choir room. We'd be happy to have you uh, have, have join up there. And of course, there's the other classes as well. There's the one about racial reconciliation. I know mm-hmm. Dr. Vance is teaching that one. There's a Bible study. Patrick Sawyer. Right up on the third floor. And yeah. Then financial peace. You, which may be That's the only huge. one that would be a little hard to join at this point. But the yeah. other three, I think. Uh, you could join, uh, start coming anytime. But we'll we'll do another rotation of the Financial Peace University. So uh, you know, hold hold tight if you still want to take that one. We'll we'll get back to that one. I think in the fall. Well, I'm going to wrap us up here. Um, thank you, Joanna, for hosting today and give us some, giving us some fun things to think about. It was fun. Thank the, you for uh, telling me how to pronounce harakiri. Harakiri. You got to be careful with that one. Don't want to offend. Very, those two very different. You don't want to, they are, they're extremely different things. Um, so, for, so for any Japanese people that we offended, we're sorry. That, that's on And me. for any, uh, for any Chicago Cubs fans that we offended, which probably more likely, we're very, very sorry. <laughs> All right. Appreciate you guys. We'll see, we'll see you later. You can still do the kick. I can still you, do the kick. Yes. Can I drop kick?